Recording in progress. Hey, Thea. Hey, Kelsey. Are you feeling any sort of way today? Tired. <laughs> Are you not feeling mean? You know what I'm feeling? I'm feeling tired of mean people. Tired of mean people. That's good. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, I'm really tired of it. I'm sick and tired. Sick and tired. Me too, honestly. It's so real. Tell us about it. On It's It's Story Time. Story Time. It's so silly. We both pointed at each other to do that. I know. Oh, I like that I can see the cloud behind you. <clears throat> um, that's actually really funny because there's like blinds. You yeah, but I can see it through the blinds. It must be the angle. There. It's beautiful though. It kind of looks like a painting. It really does. For context, we're on Zoom right now. Um <clears throat> yeah. not sponsored. And um, behind me, there's a window, and it's, it has blinds, but you can see through it, and it's a beautiful cloud. Yeah, it's a really pretty cloud that's just floating right right behind Kelsey's beautiful face. I have oh. avocado toast for breakfast. We're twinning, because I also have some avocado and watermelon here. Oh my gosh, are we in California? <laughs> we are, I think. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Yeah. Okay, last I checked. So tell me about this. What, Hold on, what we'll, you... real quick. Okay. I have a side note that I've been wanting to tell you since last night. So <clears throat> I think we need to address the hate. <laughs> Whoa. So guys, I have a confession. We've been getting feedback. <laughs> Whoa. So last night, <clears throat> I got a comment. From one of our close listeners. Let me read this. <laughs> Wait, I didn't see this. Yeah, I know. No, it's not on the email. This is personal. <laughs> <laughs> so last night. What am I saying? Um, where did, where did it go? Oh. Okay. Quote, I'm saying this verbatim. <clears throat> Um, I listened to the podcast. I listened to the trivia episode. It was so good. Although I did want to yell at you a couple times, LMAO. Because we're stupid. Because we're stupid. And I go, oh no, what made you want to yell? And they said, I just wanted to shake you and be like, how do you not know this? You didn't know Australia's capital. This is extremely disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) Though you did kind of guess it. And you were struggling so hard with the planets. I can't believe you thought Mars was closer to the Earth than the sun. Wow, they're really dragging you. I, yeah, and it keeps going. And I said, Mars is supposed to be hotter. And I thought, sun proximity, right? And then they go, it has no atmosphere and it's not hotter. I was like, yeah, but it used to be, didn't it? Oh, no. (laughs) Um... And then, when you said the Civil War was in the 1900s, I died. (laughs) Yeah, I got a hate for that, too. So, anyway, we're being hated on. Probably rightfully so. Well, the funny thing is, 
um i'm not alone right now as we record this so one of our top listeners is actually getting a live listen to this podcast say hi to that live listener for me (laughs) (laughs) um which means we're gonna lose a listen this week but that's okay (laughs) we need every listen we can get right now i know so thea texts me the other day and goes let's podcast about mean people did this stem from something is something going on yeah yeah what's happening so people at work have just been mean lately wow yeah i'm not so i'm the kind of person where like i need you to be nice to me all the time you know like i'm just a little I'm just a little fragile little thing, and I just like when people are nice to me all the time. I wouldn't say that you take things personally, but I think you, like, empathy. You, you like... I read into it. You read into it, and if someone else is feeling bad, it makes you feel bad, you know? Yeah. Even if it isn't about you, it's like, I'm around this mean person, so I feel bad, you know? Yeah, and I also worry. I'm like oh like what did I do like did I upset this person you know things like that like I'm just always a little you know if you're not being if we're not being cool I mean I think that's a normal thing to feel if like someone's not being cool with you then something's wrong right so anyway I walked into work the other day and my coworker lately has just stopped saying hi to me whoa yeah i know red just immediately out the gate that's not like, even whoa. mean that's just like common courtesy yeah we used Someone to you say hi what i know and it's like we used to um i adapt everyone up at work that's just our work culture you know we always we always smack hands <clears throat> and we say hi how you doing you know how how things going blah 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 like just just a little friendly conversation but I walk in today and he walks right past me, doesn't even say hi, doesn't even acknowledge me. And on another occasion, the minute I walked in, he said, <clears throat> or the minute I walked past him, actually, he goes, you're late. Whoa. And I was not. I was actually there on time. He just didn't see me for the first 40 minutes I was there because he was outside. <clears throat> so I was like, hold on. I was not late. Don't be like that (laughs) it's a false accusation is he your boss or your coworker? he's my coworker, but he's the boss's son (laughs) okay so i know but not right he's on an ego trip yeah it just kind of sparked this internal dialogue within myself of how do you deal with mean people how do you deal with people who are like not being very like tolerant or tolerable or whatever? Are you supposed to kill them with kindness? Are you supposed to like fight back and like stand up for yourself? What is the right way to go about this? Because this was a conversation I was having with myself. Because I've always been taught like, kill him with kindness but i know that's kind of how women are taught to deal with things is that the right way or is that just how i've been taught to deal with it 
So I'm going to bring up my own scenario and then let's talk about them. This past weekend, I was doing a work thing. I was technically one of the supervisors. I was in charge of other people, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But these other people were volunteers. I was there getting paid. Mm -hmm. Um, So me and my equal were leading a group of volunteers and we were doing this job and it was a pretty... um, tedious annoying job we had to go room to room and like reset chairs and tables exactly to match a photo right kind of really stupid right right these volunteers are grown adults grown adults who signed up to take to volunteer to help us right Mm -hmm. we're walking room to room and like telling them what to do and there's one lady who is extremely verbal and loud and is going why do we have to do this what what even is the point of this isn't this facilities job why are we even here i'm not gonna (laughs) do that and who's just on repeat saying all of these things loud enough for me and my equal to hear but not to our face to be like hey i don't want to do this job anymore just like very loudly complaining which put me and my equal in an interesting position because, like, do we turn around and do we say, hey, you signed up to be here. This is the job. Like, yeah. Stop complaining about it. Do we ignore them and pretend that we can't hear it, even though they clearly sing it loud enough for us to hear? Right. Like, it made us feel really shitty because we were like, hey, we don't want to do this either, but it needs to get done. That's you what know? work is. <laughs> um so you know eventually they left and my uh my the other person I was working with was like on the verge of tears because it really yeah it really got to her um and she felt really bad like you know what do you do in that situation and I was like that was just kind of mean Right, hey, you never want to force me. people to do things they don't want to do, you know. But when you volunteer for something, you you well, signed up for this. In that specific situation, I'm like, ma'am, you're an adult. If you think you can find another place where you'd be more helpful, go back and leave. Get yeah. reassigned a different job. You know, if it really bothered you, make the choice. Walk away as an adult right um but yeah it really got to her and she was like she was just being so mean to me and I was like wow like you know she was upset so she decided to make everyone else around her upset too yeah of course I mean but it's uh, that's such a difficult scenario I feel like it's very like common for people to like say things like that I'm so sorry your coworker like was so compelled like that. <clears throat> Doesn't feel yeah. good. Overwhelmed. Yeah, absolutely. I Just mean, interrupts I, the whole flow of things. I think, you know, I I I think it depends on what time of mean you're being. If someone's being mean cuz they have a different opinion of you or they have a different opinion as you, then I think killing them with kindness is probably the right way to go. Right. Like, we have different opinions. Let me continue to show you that my opinion, I believe, is right. Right. But let me not stoop to your level 
and disagree with your opinion. Yeah, I think when it comes to somebody like <clears throat> really kind of just, I don't know, being childish or really having to stoop down to like, like you said, like a mean level, like you're going out of your way to be mean. Let me be just be kind in response because I'm not going to stoop to your level. <clears throat> but like, what do you do when someone's just kind of like you know not saying hi to me isn't necessarily being mean but that to me is like a a sign of disrespect like i agree but it's not like you and then step on you and it's not directly mean so it's like i don't know how to address this scenario i mean i'm not asking for for um advice on like this specific scenario but i'm saying like you know if someone's being out of their way mean to you like well <laughs> this same coworker <laughs> actually was saying quite rude things to me on a few occasions and he okay he's just problematic but <laughs> he's oh, been God. he's been going around calling people the m-word oh my god and he is not black <laughs> so i was gonna say <clears throat> your situation i I would have stood up for myself and been like, hey, you chose to not acknowledge me this morning and now you're calling me late. Like, let's take a step back. Um, But of course, you know, you have other things going on with him, clearly. So I don't know how he would react to that. Um, It's just like, I'm just using this scenario that I'm like currently experiencing as a catalyst for the conversation as a whole. Like, yeah because here's the it comes down to like that that bullying argument right where it's like oh bullies come bullies bully from a place of hurt right Mm. and they want a reaction out of you they want you to feel bad they want you to feel bothered right yeah and so i feel like at least in this scenario his motivation is to bother me to make me feel bothered so by standing up for myself and like getting visibly like, whoa, I'm not late. What are you talking about? Like, it's working. <clears throat> I hear you. And I think I I grew up with that same thing. Like, don't right. do it. On the other hand, get older and I like find myself in my own skin. I think I've let too many things not get to me where I've like excused behavior that should not have been excused right so at the on the other hand knowing when it is kind of like a bullying situation where it's just for a reaction or if it's someone like actually disrespecting you yeah like um right now my name is Kelsey and very few people call me Kels and mm. it's a situational thing and it like I take a lot of pride in my name as right. a whole and I don't I don't con- call myself Kels um and when other people do it's a case-by-case basis whether or not I'm comfortable with that right because it is a nickname right so it's it's taking away my right name and if someone says Kels calls me Kels addresses me as Kels that I don't feel comfortable with them doing so I always bring it up. Mm-hmm. 
right? Like that, that is something where it's no big deal. It's something that, you know, water off a duck's back or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't mean anything, but actually knowing myself, it does bother me. And so in that moment, I have the agency to be like, hey, I would prefer if you call me Kelsey. Right. I don't really like Kelsey as a nickname. Hey, I, you know, now that you're bringing up this name thing, it's not really, <clears throat> it's it's not really mean, but it's like the process of standing up for yourself. Right. I, that's something I've struggled with my entire life. I have always, always, always let people walk all over me. Which and is hot to do. Exactly. And Wait, so. And that's no fault of your own. We're, we're society conditioned, like familiarly conditioned to right. do that. Yeah, no and it's what I'm not. it's what I'm very used to doing because I've always felt like it's my role to be a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Um and obviously that's something I literally have to combat every day, but <clears throat> for the entirety of my sophomore PE class. <laughs> very, oh my god. Very specific. My teacher called me Thea the entire time. Wow. And I used to be really, really, like, my name's not that common, you know? And so people mispronounce it all the time. I get Tia, Taya, Thea, don't know where the Y comes from in that one. (laughs) Um, God knows what else. And I used to just let it slide for a while, especially if the person, like, if people like are you know natively speaking another language especially spanish like i they can call me tia i don't really care because you don't pronounce h's in spanish and that's mm-hmm. that's like where the beginning of my name comes from it's only four letters <laughs> mm. but i never ever corrected this teacher ever and now one of my one of this guy in in my biology class he said Hey Thea, like how how are you doing? And I went, Thea? <laughs> huh? I like audibly stopped and like gave him a look. I was like, that is not my name. <clears throat> We've been in a class together for like four months now. You need to know my name. Right. You asked me for homework answers every night. You need to know my name. Oof. Sorry about it. <laughs> but so I've used I have always let it slide. But now I like. Now I'm, like, trying to stand up for myself more because, like, I want my name pronounced correctly. I just do. I'm tired of it. I don't want Thea. Where does that come from? I mean, and, and you know, speaking for myself as a white presenting person, right? Like, I've never really had an issue with people saying my name. It's always just been calling me Kelsey instead of Kelsey, which I just consider lazy. Um I've never gotten, like, nicknames off the bat. I mean, there's some really, really a lot of ways that you can shorten Thea. But no one has ever jumped to a nickname for me. So I don't know what that experience is Has anyone ever called you T before? My family, like, they'll call me TT sometimes. But that's more, like, endearing, like. Yeah, like, my aunts, they'll be like, hey, TT, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. And I don't mind that. But nobody, like. No friend ever jumps to that. Um, I always found this interesting. In high school, we had a large Polynesian community. And everyone went by a white name. 
until graduation where everyone's native name came out and i was like talking to the newspaper people and i was like you should do an article about why these students use their white name air quotes white name right school and not their given name um because like it is you know like like we know we know why it's it's a thing but like yeah you know i always make a point to stand up for my name because i'd like to think i would do the same for other people who are getting microaggressions against them because they don't have quote white names right but like just that practice of speaking up for yourself is also beneficial because it it is practice like Mm -hmm. um in school we have a intimacy director come for um intimate scenes in theater when Mm. you perform intimacy on stage whether oh i didn't know that oh my god yes new thing in the industry Um, that's really awesome actually now that i think about it but um because it's one thing to have a director tell you to imitate a sex act which makes you feel vulnerable rather than given choreography where you don't have to take your own personal experiences on stage with you like you should have mm. to do that yeah oh, okay um, yeah but, you should be told what to do not exactly, have and everyone to, like, should know that. what the steps are like what exactly you're doing that way everyone's comfortable and you don't just spring something that is not appropriate right <laughs> um, <laughs> that's very that's very cool actually i'm glad to hear that they actually have something for that yeah it's a new thing in the industry that is starting to be you know that by teaching us we'll bring it into the world with us but um because you know there's a power dynamic in the rehearsal room absolutely so by bringing in an extra person have that conversation you're trying to eliminate that power play right absolutely Um, but what i was saying is we do an exercise where we go around and you ask can i give you a high five and you're supposed to say no Mm. and it's so powerful because in our life especially as an actor you're conditioned to say yes right yeah so mm-hmm. by saying no to your friend who wants to give you a high five it's like an, an empowering moment because you don't get to say no a lot in your life because you haven't practiced so we literally for like 10 minutes practice going around and being like no but can i give you a fist bump instead mm-hmm. or no i'm not <clears> giving <throat> high fives right now you know like practicing that language that's a really good exercise because the word no is so difficult to say. It's so hard. Especially I, if yeah. you've been brought up as a people pleaser and Yeah, absolutely. And I like I actually went through this down at the beginning of la- or I'm sorry, the end of last year. I was overworking myself like to the bone. I had like probably four jobs I mean they weren't like like you know part-time jobs but I had like four different families I was doing tutoring and babysitting for so it was four people that I needed to communicate schedules with all the time and who were constantly asking things of me you know and that's to be expected that was what I signed up for at the time but I was working myself so hard, partially because I struggle slightly with like, you know, uh, 
I worry about money a lot and I worry about like working a lot to make up for that. And if I'm not working, I'm not making money, blah, blah, blah. Slight workaholism, but I'm dealing with oh, it. No. <laughs> um, you're, you're self-aware. I'm self-aware about it. And I talk to my therapist about it. It's all good. Um, but I was overworking myself and I real I was talking to my therapist. I was like, and I was like, I just need to say no, but I don't know how. And part of me doesn't want to. Yeah. And aside from the don't want to, because that was, you know, personal, but it's like, I didn't know how. Everything I had to say, I either had to say yes in my mind, or I had to have an excuse not to. Not because I just simply didn't want to. And I've learned how to say no a lot now and to decline these opportunities. Um, but I still struggle with having an excuse to say no rather than literally just saying no, I don't know. Sorry, not not this Saturday. Don't feel like it. Because that is unprofessional, quote unquote. Right. You know? Socially, it feels like you're doing something wrong by saying no. Yeah. In reality, you're sticking up for yourself, which is the right thing to do. Right. Or like <clears throat> this guy who slacks off in one of my classes and like doesn't do anything, like will ask me for homework answers when he doesn't know the derivative of cosine. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally like building block number one of calculus. But anyway, <laughs> um, but like He'll, he'll ask me the most basic questions and in the same uh, sentence, ask me for my notes and for my answers. And to a point I was entertaining him because you never know <laughs> what people are going through or whatever, what they're dealing with, you know. But part of me just wants to say no sometimes because I work really hard for this and you are not entitled to that. I do believe that like education should be accessible for everyone, which is why I'm a really big advocate for like helping others and sharing my responses and tutoring. Like I know it's like don't copy and all this, but you know, you can look at my notes all you want. You can look at my homework all you want, but you won't do well on the test if you don't put in the work yourself. So I'll do whatever. I'll give you whatever you want to get there. But if you're not getting there, that's on you. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't do that for you. Um, so mo- most of the time I'm cool with it, but sometimes when I'm just, sometimes I just don't want to, but I usually do anyway. But it's like, what if I did say no? You know? Nothing. You just say, you know what? Not this week. <clears throat> it's just like, that has so many implications that we do not talk about. Yeah. You know? And it's, why is that considered mean? You know, it it's our consumer and capitalist society where <clears throat> you have to do the thing to get the thing. It's just so exhausting sometimes, like, you know. <laughs> but it's not mean. It's not mean to say no. It's not mean. In the same way, it's not way. mean to say yes. You know, why is no considered the negative here? Uh-huh. no is red green is yeah as green. well 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 no is red yes is green wow. right mm-hmm. that's something i've kind of worked into my question asking as well is like 
when I say something to someone, I'll be like, hey, like, can can we hang out on this day? Like, I'll I'll work in like, you can say no if you want to. Like, that's totally fine. I just want to make sure you know that mm-hmm. I'll say that that way. The option's always there mm-hmm. because I know firsthand how hard it is to say no to something. But if somebody just said like, you know, it's OK to say no. Every time they ask me something, I know it's redundant. It would alleviate so much pressure from me. Well, yeah, you're introducing the idea into the conversation because it doesn't exist there naturally. And I'm also letting the other person know I won't be hurt or offended or hold it against you if you say no. I'm ready for both answers, you know? And I think the fear is this person is going to be mean to me if I say no. Yeah. Right. I'm disappointing this person. I'm offending this person. I'm doing something wrong to them and they're going to take it out on me. Mm -hmm. Or that I'm going to be mean to somebody else when in reality, Mm -hmm. I just don't want to, you know. During the high five exercise, a lot of people would say that it was difficult to say no to their best friend. Yeah. And I'm like, that to me is crazy because it should be easier. I'm not a huggy person. I really don't like to greet someone with a hug. That just feels, there's many layers in that where I'm not comfortable with. And more often than not, I'll join a group and people will, hu- will like go in for a hug and be like, oh, I'm not hugging right now. Yeah. Like, I'm so used to saying that at this point that, like, I can say no to anyone. People will be like, do you want a hug? And I'll be like, no, but thank you. Like, Wow. I I don't, but I appreciate That's you. That's huge. That's actually yeah. crazy. Because I decided that I don't want to. I don't want to do that anymore. Like I feel icky after hugging people I don't know. So yeah. why am I doing it? Yeah, like I'm cool. And with I grew a handshake. Up, I grew up in a household where you meet an elder, or you know, as a six year old, anyone, and you say hello and give them a hug. And I'm like, I'm not into that anymore. Something I I noticed as well working in the service industry is that people will go in to hug me and not my male coworkers. Wow. Like they they will high five, they will dap up, they will fist bump my male coworkers, but they will literally get up to hug me. Like strangers? These are like regulars. Those are, those are so, those yeah, strangers. They're, they're strangers. Yeah. They're strangers you've met more than once. That's still yes, there. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. People I'm on like a name basis with, but that are basically still strangers to me. Like they will get up to hug me. And even some of my co- coworkers will like, there's just like one or two that will hug me. And I'm okay with it because like they, they're cool. <clears throat> but I'm also just like, why aren't you hugging everybody else? Yeah, I know this is an exclusively me thing, or at least an exclusively female thing, because it would be gay of you to hug <gasps> the male coworkers. Oh my oh, no! God. I said the G word. Oh no! <clears throat> but like, that's the thought: is that it's okay to hug me and be closer to me and not my male coworkers for that reason, you know? Mm. And not only do I not like this double standard, I am also just like, you know. I don't want to hug you. Your face is oily. And when it touches my cheek, I feel dirty. Ew. 
Yeah. I don't even handshake people if I can get away with it. Here's my thing. If I'm meeting you, why do we need to touch? Why mm-hmm. does physical contact <clears throat> need to be made in order for us to meet? Right. Okay. Now, at this job that I worked at this past weekend, I asserted myself by handshaking people because I was new to everyone there. I was younger than anyone there and I was everyone's boss. So I decided to play. That's such a moment. Holy (sighs) shit. Love that. I decided to play with the social construct and assert dominance by offering a handshake first. That was a choice. Mm -hmm. And in that setting, it was the right choice. But it's unfortunate that that exists, right? But, you know, you... I, I can't change everyone's social perception of handshakes in that moment. I either have to get on board or, you know, I will become less respected and it sucks, but that's what it is. But when I meet people, I'll just like, like wave at them. I'll be like, hi, I'm not going to handshake you. Or I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. My hands are really dirty. Hi. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought post COVID we knew that we're not touching anymore. Like what is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I have always really liked um, fist bumps and things like that, mm-hmm. like being dapped up and fist bumped. I love that because I think if I were a sim in like The Sims, love. <laughs> like one of my traits would be like bro. There's, like, <laughs> there's a bro trait. Oh my god, <laughs> that's me. I love that. It's just that like I feel like I can be anyone's friend. You know, that- you very much are a very open, very right soul, which I yeah. think is another reason why people offer you hugs because yeah, you're a welcoming soul. Um, continue. Yeah, but sometimes I wish I wasn't like that, and so I try to assert the norm to be like you can dap me up, fist bump me, high five, whatever. Like that's cool with me. I'm okay with that level. But I'm realizing now that the hugging, it delves beyond who I am. Like it, and it comes to that this is a choice you are making because of my female presentation. And that the fact that you feel entitled to a closer connection with me because of that feels weird. Yeah, totally. You know? Totally. And yeah, and like, I don't know. It's such, it boggles my mind too, because I feel like, I feel almost the need right now as I'm saying this to disclaim, like, you know, like, I'm not trying to like be a feminist or anything, but these are quite literally just my life experiences. Uh, It's not even, I don't, I don't know the need to add that disclaimer. Exactly. I don't know why I feel the need to say that. I just do. You're you are a female or a female presenting person in this world. Yeah. Or, or I don't think I said that right. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. and you have experiences based off that, so you're valid. I just don't <laughs> understand how people don't realize this. You know, <clears throat> like how so how I could share this experience. Sorry, I'm kind of delving on another topic, but how I can share this experience and people will roll their eyes and be like, "Oh, this is." what a woke feminist thing to say and i'm like i'm not trying to make some sort of greater point yeah i'm not trying to make a greater point i'm just pointing out that there literally is a difference in the way that the same person will greet me 
versus all of my other male coworkers. That is real. Every time my mom comes back from the grocery store, she'll have a story about how some guy came up and started talking to her and like pretty much downloaded their whole life story on her. Yeah, it's And I was so like, weird. oh my God, that happens to me all the time. And my yeah. dad was sitting there like, <clears throat> what do you mean? And I was like, people just come up and start telling me things like in the grocery store. And he's like, wow, no one has ever done that to me. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly do you like, yeah a hundred percent i believe that that's the whole point but it happens to me and my mm-hmm. mom all the yeah. time yeah uh, so we were literally weird. in costco the other day me and keegan and some uh-huh. guy came up and started talking to us and we were like okay like what do you why that's so weird <clears throat> i don't know and it's like it's not that I am, because people are going to be, or I think of, sorry, I'm thinking about what people are thinking right now, but people, I think, can be like, oh, people don't like being close anymore nowadays. That's not, that's not it. It's just that you need to know when the time and place for things is, you know? Um. Uh, so I was at CalArts this weekend doing mm-hmm. all this work that I'm talking about. Cal Arts is a private school mm-hmm. and they have a pool on the center of campus or whatever. And everyone was telling me stories about how they skinny dipped in the pool because okay. on campus, you're not required to be covered. And so you, you have the right to be naked if you want or something. I don't That's know. That's kind of cool. Right. And everyone was like, yeah, it's really nice. Everyone's comfortable with their bodies and their self here. And I was like, well, that's great. Yeah. Um, And then the older, it was an alumni event. So the older people <clears throat> started coming up to me and talking to me about the pool. And um, they were like, yeah, the boys used to get in line for their dorms first. So they got the view of the pool. <sighs> and then other people would be like, yeah, I don't know why there's so many issues going on now. I'll just blanket term it under Title IX. Um, but when I was here, we all used to be in the pool, and we never had any Title IX issues. And I was like, oh, you know, how how naive, how ignorant must you be mm-hmm. to truly believe that? Yeah. yeah like let's just unpack that really quick if back in your day everyone lined up for a view of the pool and in the same sentence there were no title nine incidents how can those two things coexist in the (laughs) same same sentence sentence. i know i sat there and i went i did not think i was gonna go home with this today but now i am that's so awesome (laughs) sarcastically not you know yeah It, 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 it I don't know. I and I wonder if when we're older, if we will be the same way. We'll be like whatever the new social uprising is, if we are oblivious to it, or if we as a generation are more aware and will continue that awareness through our years. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so interested to see if we become boomers when we're 60 you know i really hope not i i want to be like 
kind, courteous, and understanding to everyone's experience, no matter their age. And the thing I don't, I don't get how people can ignore with social issues like this is if in, if so many people are saying it's a problem all over the world, how is there such thing as an agenda? Oh my God. If it's just like common knowledge amongst like literally people of different languages of different cultures then maybe it's just real <laughs> at the end of the day we're all one people yeah right like yeah. quite literally like the creation of language existed in five different places around the earth mm-hmm. and when they merged together there were similarities already right you know like mm-hmm. we are one people we are it's like you know people are like oh there's no such thing as a as you know we don't treat women differently than men it's like okay then why are people fighting for that in new zealand in latin america in literally any country that you can think of why is this a global problem if it doesn't exist why is racism a global problem if it isn't that big of a deal you know like People yeah. are like, we solved that issue. Oh, it's I being over sensitive and done. as an individual if it's a literal human rights issue. Worldwide. Like UN determined human rights issue. But yeah. I'm being sensitive about it. Like what? Yeah. Like, what? I just don't understand how you can deny so many experiences around the world. You know? You can't get that many people on board to something that is like if it was really fake you would not be able to get this many people on board right people are not fighting against nothing okay anyway (sighs) i'm just so exhausting yeah it's yeah to exist as an individual but want to be part of a community that doesn't represent what you represent is hard Mm -hmm. and something that's also so difficult is that i am only in control of my intentions like going back to the the um the hugging hand shaking thing like i know that when i dap up or even hug my coworkers, my school friends blah 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 that i don't have any bad intentions you know i'm not trying to hug my one friend so I can feel a little closer to them you know I'm not trying to do that but I can't control the intentions of anyone else I don't ever know what they're really truly thinking ever and that's freaky a lot of the time yeah I can assume it oh this person doesn't mean anything like they're not trying to be this way but I'm not ever sure of that. Question. Mm -hmm. Do you believe people can change? Oh, that's such a big topic. We can save it for another another day. But I think yes. Don't know if that's a hot take. This one really bugs me because time and time and again... I've seen people grow. Yeah. I've seen them learn how to behave in public. 
But right. I haven't seen them change. Oh, that's another question. Are growth is growth and change the same thing? I don't think so. I have a you know, I know someone who's always late. I believe they will always be late. Mm-hmm. I believe their intention I I believe they're they've gone from not caring and not being late to just caring but still being late. Mm-hmm. Right? They've grown as a person, they've realized being late is wrong, but they're still always late. Mm-hmm. who they are right you know so the growth is there but the change isn't there this makes me think of um the jeffree star scandal back in the day do you remember this also just to add on i don't know if i truly believe that either this one the- i just what i just said oh I, I i'm constantly like grappling with with that but <laughs> that's how i currently you know but i don't know if i truly believe that right um, jeffree star with the goats i don't know what you're talking about with the goats <laughs> to utah and get goats yeah i think so <laughs> or like water buffalo or some shit like that but um back in the day people blamed him for just being kind of generally mean but also like uh racist mm. <clears throat> because he used to like just say like racist stuff and he came out with like you know obviously an apology video and he was like you know I've grown so much since then you do not see me use the same language ever because I've learned that that is not okay I was in a place of ignorance before and now I am doing better and I'm maybe still breaking these things down but I'm learning and mm-hmm. I have done better. And I condemn those actions from before. And, you know, I've changed my ways now. And whatever with the validity of what he says or not, but that statement, knowing that something you did was wrong and that it came from a place of ignorance and learning better, is that change? Is that growth? Are those two things the same? Mm-hmm. Like, is can we truly forgive somebody if they have shown to be better or can people not change? I guess it's like a bully, right? Someone being mean to you. I don't know if I believe that they're a mean person. I believe that they're growing into themselves, which will cause them to be mean to then not be mean. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think that's different than knowing a mean person who I will believe will always be mean. Yeah. You also don't have to be a bully to be mean. Some right. people are just But that's mean. what I mean. A bully will grow and will grow out of that behavior. A mean Hopefully. person will never change. Will yes. Be mean. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm on because of things like that. I'm under the influence that like I believe people can change, and especially when it comes to social situations such as the Jeffree Star um, explanation I just gave or, like, behavioral things. I believe people can change, which is why I have a bit of an issue with this, I don't want to say cancel culture, but, like, the condemning of people for past behaviors. Because I do believe that people can make progress. Because I had beliefs you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago that I don't believe in anymore. Right. You know, I used to say things that may have been considered insensitive. 
do I know that that's wrong now? And do I refuse to do those things? Absolutely. That's called growth, right? right? I agree. I know I've grown as a person. I've changed as a person. I know that. And I think that applies to other people too. But I think it also comes down, like, I think the opposite can also be true, that there are some people that either can't or don't want to change. Mm-hmm. I think that there, those are those that can be true for people. I I agree with you. I think everyone is capable of growth. Right. I don't think anyone is born evil. Right. Um, but there are those who refuse to grow, or can't. Like <clears throat> like somebody who has a lot of mental issues just may not physically emotionally be able to change Mm -hmm. because they have a problem that prohibits them from doing so you know that or trauma that prohibits them from doing so I feel like that is real and that exists you know so I I yes and no I think mostly yes but there are people that can't like the whole nature versus nurture thing like I mean, we know that cells contain trauma, right? So, like, mm-hmm. genetically, you, you like, generational trauma exists. You, you are born with history. Yeah. However, if we believe growth, if we believe one is, may have the ability to grow, then I think nurture is the cause of that growth and that's nurture in your own family as an adolescent but nurtured through society mm-hmm. as an adult as well fosters right. or doesn't foster that growth mm-hmm. yeah i don't think it has to be an either or nature or nurture i think it's a combination of both Look at us being nuanced. I know. This is better than any philosophy class I've ever taken. Honestly, I feel like most situations always come down to why pick one. You know? Why know. need We're to so pick one? We're so black and white. We're so binary. And, and you know. Why does it have to be that people can change or people cannot change? And there can't be a middle ground where both exist. You know? <clears throat> You know, or maybe there's even a slight majority, like maybe 90% of people can change and only 10% of people can't. But still, like, it doesn't have to be either or, you know? I appreciate you bringing up the the fact that I, I, I think in myself, I, I, I tend well, to... I think that's what you were saying. Brain. Yeah. You were basically saying that, like, yes, it is nature and yes, it is nurture is right. both. You know, you didn't, you didn't have to take a stance. You just, you said, you said it. I know you did. I just put it into words for you. <laughs> of course. But yeah. But mean people. How about, you know, try not to be mean. Yeah. Try not to, well, just, well, I'd hope that our listeners aren't mean people. Guys. Well, you got a text. <laughs> you got hated on. I did get hated on <laughs> by someone that I, is close to me and that I love. Oh, no. <laughs> How dare they? Um, but, yeah, I'm also thinking, I, I know, or I'm also thinking about um, 
what my dad my dad's comments about our podcast every time since I'll come I'll go back to addressing the hate this isn't necessarily hate but more like addressing the comments uh-huh. my dad since the literal formation of our podcast has said so many occasions why is it called it's story time when you guys don't tell stories whoa I think we do tell stories. That's what I'm saying. The whole thing is a story. I think he expects it. Father, this is for you if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) I think he thinks it's supposed to be like, you know, like, oh, let's tell the story of Jack and Jill today, Kelsey. And let's talk about it. Yeah, I I don't know if that's what he thinks it's supposed to be. I guess. I mean, that's what I can think of because it's like here we are literally this entire podcast sharing the experiences of our lives. This is our stories. Oh, that's beautiful. That's so real. (laughs) I mean, the reason we came up with this title is because we would see each other sit down and go story time and then we'll explain the chaos that has ensued in our lives. Right. Like, oh, my God, do I have a story for you today? The story of how god knows what happened like, to do me. you know what i saw in the hallway <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> no yeah that's that's pretty much where it comes from I, every time he says that to me i, I kind of just i don't know i i clam up uh, and i'm like i don't know what to say but here's my formal response to the hate to the comments of why we're not why we're a story time if we're not being if we're not telling stories right these are the stories of our lives stories of our or like when we do the trivia episode, like I guess we're I mean we cl- include anecdotal stories, but who cares? Who cares? I think anything being told is is a story. So the fact yeah. that there's a record of us speaking that is the story of that talk, you know. Yeah, not only is each podcast its own story. But we're they're telling ch- the stories of our lives. They're, they're chapters in our book. Oh my god, wow. So deep. We're so deep. Um, do let us know, have you had experiences with mean people? And what is your advice to those who are experiencing mean people right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to work on uh, Friday and he was cool with me, so... Hopefully the wave of hate is over. Yeah. Just remembering that you have the agency to say yes and you have this agency to say no. Stand up for yourself. It and is offer an alternate. Hard. You know? Yes. Don't be stuck in the binary. Yeah. If you can offer people the ability to say no sometimes in your speech, like definitely include that into your colloquialism or whatever. Good word. Good word. I love that and vernacular. Those vernacular. Are my, I love vernacular that word and verbatim. Oh, I love that word too. Good word. Good. I learned that from a Black Bear song. I learned verbatim in fifth grade. We're learning about the brain. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The cerebellum. <laughs> Not a band. Um. <laughs> Probably. That'd be a cool band um, name. We're uh, cerebellum. It's close to that. I don't know what this is. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Do something nice today. 
Um, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at it's st podcast. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and answer our uh, poll question, and um, stay tuned for our episode next week. Yes, we'll see you next week. Hope you have a great day filled with kindness and love. Don't be mean. Don't be mean and be <laughs> kind to others. And, let us and know yourself. What you think. Or if you want us to talk about something else, let us know on our website. You can submit um, ideas and we will give you our two cents about them. Yeah. But don't ask why it's called It's Story Time. <laughs> we answered that one today. Yeah, we finished. That one's ticked off the box. Dad, you're not allowed to say that anymore. <laughs> Until All next right. time. See you later. Storytime.